Hey, listeners, we are back. I'm here with uh, Matthew Barnes once again. And anyways, Bill, what's up? Hey, I don't have right. entrance like Matt. Sorry. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. We don't we we don't even have like that like that's a running joke from our old intro song which we haven't used in about a year now so (laughs) it's almost not even relevant anymore Matt. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I get the guess Manchester Manchester United. (laughs) So we are back. The song Colin. Uh, Manchester United is back too. Um. A week from today, we will be playing Tottenham Hotspur at an empty Tottenham Hotspur stadium. Woo! Yeah, that's about how I feel. Yeah. Pretty, that's pretty all the excitement exci- I got for it. Pretty excited. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm already just thinking about the lineup. I think it's going to be insane. Like, I think, uh, I think it's going to be our best starting 11 we've had in a while. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely on paper. Like, yeah. I, I think these yeah, are for sure, for extremely sure. weird circumstances to be trotting out our most powerful team in maybe a couple of years. But, um, yeah, I, I Had think... Had to happen at some point, right? <laughs> right. I, I, but, yeah, a fully healthy Manchester United is really exciting to everyone. And uh, a really condensed schedule, too, which may take its toll. But for the most part, you know, from an entertainment perspective... I'm mm-hmm. happy that football is coming back. Right, and we're all jonesing for it, so the condensed schedule is nice. We don't have to yeah. wait that long. Yeah, uh, I think we return to FA Cup early July. Or no, it, it's late June. It's like June 27th, something like that. So we don't even have to wait a week for the next knock, knockout competition. And the Europa that. League is supposedly going to be in a mini-tournament format in August, which will be, I think, after the Premier League all wraps up. So that will be its own thing as well. That's gonna We're be just gonna weird. get flooded with football. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be weird for sure, especially because th- that will be happening around the time the next season was supposed to start. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we are going to spend this episode talking a little bit about Tottenham Hotspur. Um, we're gonna look at the last game that we played against them in the Premier League, which was a two-one win at Old Trafford. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about the way Tottenham have played under Jose Mourinho. And then we're going to talk about how we think uh, Manchester United is going to plug in a lineup uh, next week. So you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Matt, yes. do a dog. Hey, Luna. <laughs> Luna, Luna sounds ready to get started. Luna. <laughs> Sorry. It's something I did not think about. <laughs> it's all good. She got a headset too. <laughs> I can get her one. All right, anyways. All right, so the last time we played Tottenham was in December, which is <laughs> especially long ago now. <laughs> yeah. And we won 2-1 at Old Trafford, and it was coming off of a pretty rough start to the season for Manchester United. God, that was so um, long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's so weird. I'm sorry. I'm going to do this like 20 times on this podcast. I hope you know. <laughs> Corona sucks, dude. Yeah. All right. Anyways, but yeah, like, fourth, yeah, I, I, fourth. I, I, December fourth. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty far removed from it now. Um, 
but we started this game like we'd been on fire, like mm-hmm. we'd been on a winning streak. Um, we we're pretty relentless going forward, and Marcus Rashford especially looked like he was trying to prove a point to yeah. uh, his former manager and to the Manchester United fans. He easily could have had a hat trick. He had a, a couple chances that he like I I know he ended up with two goals, but it could have been more than that easily. Dude, they had yeah. one that was uh, saved by Gazzaniga that was like. Like, he barely tipped it, and then it hit the post and went over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was so close. Like, this dude got the tip right when the ball dipped. Yeah, and, and he, oh, shortly man. before that, or maybe shortly after that, he had a free kick that was another one of those weird, like, kind of screwball bending yeah. free kicks. That, one that he scored against Chelsea with, and it just, like, barely went outside the left post um, in this game. I mean, he could have had a hat trick by halftime before he even had the penalty goal in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see him take initiative like that. Like, he took control of that game from minute one, and mm-hmm. I love to see that from him. Because mm-hmm. he has that potential. He just doesn't always do it. Yeah, and I think... I would argue that it's almost down to whatever service he gets. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not you putting know? it all on him for sure, but... Yeah. No, it's, it's just nice amazing. See. With Bruno, like... Dude, this team with everybody healthy, I'm telling you, like, I think I think we got top three. Like, I know it's early, but like, on paper we can we keep every really yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the lineup in this game was not even really uh, so. Dan James played, Jesse Lingard played, and Mason Greenwood played all in the kind of front four with Marcus Rashford. And Rashford kind of had free reign over where he played, but he was yeah. stationed more off of the left. And this was kind of a period where Scott McTominay was playing pretty well. Fred was still kind of coming into himself and Jesse Lingard was very clearly not it <laughs> at the number 10 position. Yeah. So he was kind of playing with a bit of a like it, it, this is not necessarily Ollie's first choice 11. Uh, I think Anthony Martial was injured in the warmups of this game actually. Yeah. So it was it was not expected that maybe he would have to take initiative in the way that he did. And he definitely, I don't think, had much of a link up with the other players. Jesse Lingard actually did have a really good chance in this game. And I think he was one of the facilitators uh, on the yeah. play that led to the Rashford goal in the first 10 minutes or so. I mean, th- I felt like this was a pretty good showing from Jesse Lingard, just compared to other recent showings. Like mm-hmm. He has not been in good form, but he played pretty well in this game. Right. I I also hope he does not start in this next oh, game. I don't no, think no. he has <laughs> like, like at yeah. all. Like yeah. Like I I root for the guy and all, but like I also I also this this is you know a future thing, but I I think it's he's looking to go. Oh yeah. Like I mean you don't sign Rael for no reason just to stay, you know. Yeah. Like like you <laughs> you know that's that's it's in the future, but uh but no this. So what do you guys think that our starting eleven is gonna be? Well, like, let's get let's like, get to that later. <laughs> let's finish talking about this game first. Oh, I thought you. Oh, when he uh, said that, I thought I thought you meant we were we're moving on. My bad. Oh uh, no, I was gonna talk about Tottenham next. <clears throat> I got. It. Dude, it is trippy to look down at this lineup from last game and see Ashley Young in here. Yeah. Yeah, that left back. Yeah, yeah that's weird. But, I mean, looking at this Tottenham lineup, it's fully healthy other than Hugo Lloris. And oh, yeah. 
we pretty much bullied them throughout. Oh, yeah, that's a dude. The first half hour, I think, until basically until Deli Ali scored with maybe their first chance of the game. Yeah, and even in the second half, after they'd equalized, they didn't really get chances again until the last twenty minutes or so. And Kane and Son and Lucas and Sissoko, I think, all had injuries down the stretch leading up to the last game, or when we would have played Tottenham in March. Um, but they were all healthy for this game and really didn't make that much of an impact against us. Yeah. Despite playing really well under Jose Mourinho, I think it's safe to say all of them had been playing really well under Jose Mourinho. Yeah, they were on fire coming into this game. I don't think people expected this. Yeah, and I mean, he's the kind of manager that is supposed to make that sort of immediate impact. Yeah, no, I I thought that it might happen, but extended success was questionable. Yeah, 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 I think looking to the future with Tottenham, I'm not so sure how Jose Mourinho is going to butt heads with Dan Levy. Oh, that, man, that shit ain't working out. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Dan Levy, dude, like, I'm not going to get into that rant right now. But The rant of managers in general butting heads with the chief executive or specifically Dan Levy. (laughs) Yes, all of the above. (laughs) Yes, all of them. Mainly Dan Levy, but... Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, he's held a grudge ever since Berbatov. Oh, yeah. I, like, and also, I don't I, think we've gotten any players from Tottenham since Berbatov. Yeah, that's Besides why youth. the the links between us and Harry Kane, I think, are just absolute bullshit. No, there's no way yeah, that happens. Like, there's just no way that happens. Dan, yeah. Le- Dan Levy just doesn't want to sell the United. He's going to Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works or, out. For, well, I don't know. Him. I don't think PSG could afford him. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think anyone would have afford dude. A two million, a two hundred million pound move in this COVID window, but that's an entirely other discussion. Nah, that's just why like Pogba better get comfortable because, like, <laughs> even if he wants to go anywhere, no one has the money for him. Yeah. Like, the only the only two clubs that would have money for him would be Juve or Madrid, and Madrid's got a lot more to, like to worry about. Like Madrid is. They, they've got to start to rebuild pretty quickly or they're going to, cause I mean, you got to think like Cruz and, and, uh, and Ramos and all of these dudes are going to, they're getting like a lot older, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like Madrid's yeah. not going to be like what they are for much longer. Yeah. I think and they don't have the money to buy Pogba. They just, they just don't. There's, they have way more problems. Yeah. Just kind of adding on that, uh, side note. We were talking about this a little bit, uh, Polly, Nathan, and I, on the last podcast. We're not so sure that Real Madrid really have room in like financial fair play terms either to kind of spend money the way that they did last summer on like Aiden Hazard oh. and Rodrigo. I mean, they spent all their Ronaldo money, <laughs> and that also, was their only also, Aiden source Hazard of was transfer a bust. income. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, like, that, yeah. That big was surprise. Big surprise. Yeah, it's almost like. It, they should have learned from Manchester United when it comes to spending a lot of money on a 29-year-old winger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, why do you? Yeah, dude. I don't. I, I, I don't know. That was weird. Like, the, the, like. That's a hot take, Luna. Yeah. Right. 
I'll try to have my hand on the mute button a little faster. But uh, <laughs> what can you do, beagles, dude? You know that's right. just they do. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, I just saw the replay of that Deli Ali goal, and that was yeah. that's an exceptional individual effort by him. Yeah. Yeah, I, but that's I, all it was. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> but he's still playing pretty good defense. He just like had a great first touch and yeah. put that around us. But we've seen this a lot from Mourinho teams because he managed our team for three years or two yeah. and a half years. That sometimes that's all you can get offensively is just like a moment of individual brilliance in a game, and then they'll sit yeah. back for the rest of the eight minutes. You know, it's. I don't think it's a sustainable style of football against a team like us that constantly tries to attack you. Yeah. And I definitely think like us getting a goal pretty early in this game changed the complexion of that. Cause he wasn't able yeah. to just sit back until Deli Ali could come up with something exceptional. Like he had to attack to try to equalize. Yeah. All right. But so it didn't matter. <laughs> so let's talk about how we think the lineup will plug into this game. Because so the way that we set up last time was a four two three one, and that's pretty standard for Solshire. I think yeah. it's pretty safe <laughs> to assume that that's the kind of style he wants to play with a sort of double pivot midfield, a number ten that the offense tries to run through, and when healthy, a, Mar- a healthy Marcus Rashford on the left wing who acts as a sort of free roaming facilitator in the offense. Um. I think it's safe to say that Ashley Young will not be starting at left back in this one. Uh, that's a pretty good bet. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to act how happy I actually am <laughs> because. Oh my god! And finding out that dude actually has a hairline that like, and he's been—he just chose to be bald for like twelve years. Oh, but it looks much better. He should not have hair. It's a bad look for him. <laughs> I don't know. I think it looks fine. Like as oh, long no. as trip. When it when he first like came out and he, it was clear he had just kind of grown it out in quarantine, that looked a little bit weird. Uh, dude, Ashley Young, he he just has a head to be bald. Like he does not need to be having hair on that thing. <laughs> no, nah, that dude looks like he was born bald. Yeah, like he's just got such a bald head. Yeah, it almost it kind of like he kind of looks younger than with the hair. No, like without hair. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> Kyle, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah uh, thank you. Thank okay. you. Catch yeah, you yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> I think uh, Luke Shaw probably will start at left back in this one. Yeah, um, I think so but too. The, the rest of this back line would deservedly. I mean, you can start. I think him and Brandon Williams are almost interchangeable. Yeah, Brandon I, Williams I, is like almost arguably better. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of funny, I, I but so yeah. But He's I definitely quicker. I don't have a problem with Ollie kind of easing him into the squad because I, I think as a really young player coming through in his first season and being a defender, it's really hard to like maintain confidence and growth, which obviously only playing time, more playing time will get that. But I think didn't he it, start in the city game? He did. Yeah, I'm not right. worried about that kid. That kid's yeah. a monster, dude. He's got no fear, dude. Right, okay. and he's he's got a tenacity to his play that I mm-hmm. think is going to go a long way for him. But I I still think that having competition is good for young players. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree with that. So in midfield, McTominay and Fred started last time, and it's pretty safe to assume that one of them will be on the bench to start this one. And yeah. I think I it'll think probably Scott. be McTominay. Yeah, yeah. I think 
Fred has had just a great season for us. Yeah, <laughs> like, he really has. Turned into a really, really good defensive midfield player. I always thought he was going to like grow into himself. I just thought people were like really, really critical of him early on. And it's a big adjustment to come to the Premier League, and he's not a big guy. So I think he, his adjustment was even bigger than a lot of people's. Uh, and it's just nice to see him settling in. Like, Yeah, I feel like we've always seen him like trying to do the right thing in games. It just all hasn't always worked out. Like, yeah. you, you can tell he has a really good awareness for his position. It's just it's taken him a second to kind of grow into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think instead of uh, McTominay, we're probably going to see Pogba there. Yeah, I think he would probably play probably the forward kind of number six role, or I guess number eight role that kind of pivots between defense, defensive midfield and attacking midfield. Yeah. And honestly, with Bruno at number 10, those players I think should play off of each other really well because a team like Jose Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspur is probably going to try and man mark at least one of them out of the game which is going to just create space for the other one, you know? It, yeah. With players that have creative vision like Pogba and Bruno do. Mm-hmm. I, it, Good luck with that, that, dude. That is probably what we're most excited to see, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> is how those two play together. And I, I think Bruno likes to get really involved from the number 10 position and kind of drop back into midfield during possession, which I think we'll have a lot of against Tottenham. And he's just... He's just when you watch him, he's just very smart with the ball. Like, whenever there's not a fast break, but let's say we get to pick the ball up in, in midfield, seeing him run on the left, realize there weren't any op- options, straight up just stop, switch play, so we don't have to push it to the winger, and then push it back out, and then switch play, and then, you know, like... like it's he, almost like he's it, really good at this sport. Yeah, <laughs> he's just very intelligent with the ball. Yeah. And he knows what he wants to do with it at all times. Yeah, I think so. It, I, people bring up the point that technically both he and Pogba give the ball away more than other players. But when you're that kind of creative midfielder, that's what you do. You know, you take those risks. Yeah, and I think I, having two midfielders with the passing vision of them is really just going to open things up for Rashford and Martial. I think. Yes. Ideally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna. I'm really excited. So who do you guys think plays on that right wing? Because I think both Mason Greenwood and Daniel James, before the COVID break, kind of made a shout for starting at that position. I'm going to say it's going to be Dan James. Just because I think his speed element can really give Tottenham some problems. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually better to put in Mason Greenwood, start him, and then have Dan James come in off the bench because a, a fresh Dan James against a tired team is a very tired team. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I think that's a better. I mean, I, I think they are like. I mean, they're not interchangeable. Like Mason Greenwood's gonna give you goals, and Dan James is gonna give you like blistering pace. So I mean, like it depends on what we're gonna need more. Like he might want to save Greenwood. Like I think it's basically it's whoever he wants to save. It's for, for later on in the game, right. what his opinion is of it. And, and I mean, I, I could see it go either way though. And I wouldn't be mad with either, either way, yeah. you know, like, because, yeah. uh, I think I, 
like I said, either way, if Dan is going to come in at the end of the game with like 30 minutes left and be, you know, that, that, that kid's going to destroy some folks, dude. They're not going to be able to keep up. You know, they're going to be tired. Yeah. I, I think uh, no matter who plays at left back, because it's been both Vertonghen and Ben Davies under Mourinho, they're going to, the only way that they can match up with Dan James is to outmuscle him. So yeah, I think yeah. if he does and we just play, he's going like to a lot. So it may be better if he comes off a bench and doesn't kind of get those obstacles put in his way early because he's kind of a player that needs to grow into the game, I think. And when that has happened, it's not necessarily worked out for the best for him. But at the same time, Greenwood does not have the pace that Daniel James has, and he's mm-hmm. also been outmuscled in previous matches this season. Greenwood's another guy that's just really, really smart with the ball, especially for his age. Like, the kid... Like, you can't leave the kid's space. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you can't leave the kid's space. He'll kill yes. you. Especially around the area. <laughs> yeah. He's so good at finding shots. Yeah. So. But, um... So I really just think that, to be honest, I think... I'm going to actually retract my statement. I kind of hope that Dan James starts. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because... I don't think we're going to have an issue. I think we're going to be, I mean, everybody's going to be itching to play, right? But I think Bruno and Pogba, like, are just, I just think, I just think we're significantly better. Like, I mean, like, yeah, like mm-hmm. we're having these guys on. Um, and I think that we're going to be able to create and score some goals without Greenwood. And then possibly yeah. if we maybe need goals towards the end, a fresh Greenwood might be smarter. I mean, optimistically, looking at this lineup, any any way we want to do it on paper, we're not going to struggle to score goals. No, no, we're really not. Yeah. <laughs> ideally, yeah. So that's yeah, why ideally. I, I don't think we're going to need Greenwood, but maybe he might keep Greenwood in his back pocket just in case yeah. there's some, some nerves or something, you know, like, I mean, it could be, you know, a, a 3-3 game, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be crazy, but... But well, no, actually, I'm, uh, Young's not in there, so they're not going to score that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to make a joke about his age. Oh, no. Um, when I said 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that right-hand side is going to be important, though, because I think whether it's Lucas or um, their January signing, Steven Bergwijn, that's those are both players that could cause a lot of trouble for teams on the break. And oh, yeah. that's kind of been an area where we've been lacking in the past under Ole. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious to see how we defend against them because I mean, that's probably going to be the only opportunities that they have. Um, I don't see them creating a whole lot of possession. I'm not sure that Jose Mourinho will want to do that against us because the, the possession was 50, 50 last time, but yeah. Tottenham really did not do much with it until the end of the game mm-hmm. or I, I guess the end of the respective halves. Yeah. I agree with you that I think Luke Shaw will be back there. Uh, but I hope he's not hesitant to take him out if he's just clearly not keeping up. Like, say Lucas starts for them on the on the right wing. Shaw does not have the pace to stay with him, and so hopefully, yeah. if that becomes an issue early on, he's not going to be hesitant to put Brandon Williams in there. Yeah, and another thing is that's Maguire's side, and Maguire yeah. likes to go forward a bit into midfield, um, but is not really as quick as Lindelof when it comes to getting back on the break. So that could be a potential hole for Tottenham to try and exploit. Yeah. And Shaw just does not, he's not quick. Yeah, he's, he's definitely lost a step. 
which is tough to say because he's 23, but he's had so many injuries. Like I was going to say, it, I probably would just, too if yeah. I almost lost my leg. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> leg! My <Yeah>. leg! <laughs> so I'm assuming we're all on the same page. Who's going to be number 10? That's going to be Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, that front three with whoever plays on the right, Rashford and Bruno, is going to do wonders for Martial. I think one of our biggest problems with Tony is that we see him have these hot streaks where he's just obviously the best player on the pitch, and then he will just disappear sometimes in matches. And we, I think fans thought that maybe that was because he was playing out on the left wing, but now that he's playing center forward, we see it kind of still happens, where he just gets cut off and doesn't necessarily come back and get involved. And I think Bruno is the kind of midfielder that will do that work for players. Yeah. I think that that's obviously a mentality thing for Tony. And I'm kind of curious to see what his mentality is going to be like coming out of this COVID thing. I think it's hard to predict. Mm -hmm. He could be even more detached or he could just be super motivated. It's kind of a plot I'm interested to see develop. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we get the best Tony. Yeah, me too. The best Tony's really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he's already kind of had a pretty good link-up with Bruno in the few matches that we've seen them play together. And we know that Pogba and Rashford are kind of on that same level. I, I think it's just fascinating to think about all four of them playing together. I, yeah. yeah. I, just, I really, I just can't wait to see it. Yeah, and I've, I mean, I'm not even a huge fan of Pogba. I've, I've been vocally critical of him, but I, I'm curious. I am curious to see because he does have that that vision and the ability to pass the ball uh, mm. through very small holes, which I, th- I think is going to facilitate a lot for us. I'm excited <laughs> to see that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. Um, especially, like, because we won't have to play – we can literally play however we want. We don't have yeah. to play like we need to hit him on the break. Like, we can go on the front foot finally. I'm tired of this crap where we don't go on the front foot when we're playing, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, especially when we're playing, like, well in possession. Right, I, I think for FC was, Village, yeah. you know, like, like we don't go at <laughs> Like, whatever, you know, we don't, you know, we don't go at them. We just, like, chill and we're lazy, it seems like. And it, it's an, yeah. it annoys the piss out of me, like. I think under Ollie, that's been one of the problems where, or one of the criticisms of him is that we'll start games really strong and then just kind of slide into obscurity as it goes on. Yeah. And if, if we don't get those two goals in the first half that we try to get, then it becomes really problematic in the second half and we kind of lose momentum and our possession becomes less and less effective. Yeah. I definitely think the squad is, like, mentality wise, is a reflection of Ollie, and I'm not sure, like, Ollie is super like tough mentally like that. So like when things aren't going well or as planned, I think that him and the squad as a reflection of him tend to unravel a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably something that every young manager has to deal with. Yeah. You know, this, this is really his first, uh, he jumped up from Molda to Manchester United. That's obviously a huge gap in quality and expectation. But I think for the most part, like he's kind of like a lot of the players that we talk about on yeah. Manchester United, where we see the potential of what he's trying to do, but we, you know, it still needs to come together. Yeah. 
I'm just hoping that that Rash bosses this game like he did the last. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really hoping for four uh, nil. Bruno, the <sighs> Alpaga, Rashford, all score. I, I could see a blowout here. I could see a three one four four one kind of yeah. result. And, and what we've seen from Bundesliga, it it definitely seems like in these sort of matches without a crowd, the team with the most quality is usually the one that kind of leaves its mark on the game. Yeah. Because there's not going to be the benefit of atmosphere for Tottenham in this one. You know, they their home field advantage is kind of lucky ball. for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. It's going to be weird, dude. Yeah. It's it going to be it so is. strange. It's been I, weird watching Bundesliga like that. It, it's yeah. You can hear the thump of the ball as it gets kicked every time, and it's yeah. just, like, kind of surreal. You hear people yelling. Yeah. They Sounds like training camp. For uh, the Bayern Munich uh, Borussia like Dortmund it. game, it was it was pretty weird, but honestly, it did make it feel a little bit more normal, like TV experience wise. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I think I think it's just hard to separate from the the realization that it's artificial. So like the crowd's reaction to different things are just yeah. like predictions of what the crowd would do, and that's just yeah. like it kind of trips me out a little bit. Yeah, because uh, you can see that there's no one there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, yeah. So how do you guys feel about Jaden Sancho? <laughs> Is this our Fergie temp question? That's up to you. All right, what does your Fergie. heart tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, guess. guys. I watched a lot of anime over the break. I feel like in quarantine, you get a little bit like, ah, uh, you cracked me. Um, right. And I'd love to see him in there. I, I don't know how likely that is to happen again with like COVID budgets, but. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's my. Hey, thing. We took is out that, a massive loan. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I think that we are the only ones that can actually afford Jaden Sancho. The, the what I was saying about Madrid earlier, and that's what I forgot I was talking about was I don't have any money. I don't have enough money. Like, like there's already questions about their financial fair play, and like, I mean, anybody else? What Juve doesn't want Sancho. So the and well, I think he wants have to have any money. Yeah, UB, they don't have anybody. UB has no yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. If you if you put Sancho on this squad on paper, this is a Premier League winning squad. Yeah. yeah. It's a champion. It's a it's a win everything squad. Yeah. Just about. I, I, so I think good. we could use a couple more couple more like bench players for depth wise. Well, yeah, but well, I mean I think we have a lot a of youth, youth that could grow into yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But that that's another thing though is that whatever money we have left over after Sancho, um there might be a really selling market or a really heavy selling market for lower teams that cannot afford to keep some of the players that they have. Yeah. Um, like we might be able to get think, Grealish for cheap. Yeah. We, we might see that because Aston Villa are probably going down uh, yeah. Norwich too. I think Todd Cantwell is someone that we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, oh, we've and been Bournemouth has a bunch of players that are going to get bought by Premier League teams if they oh, go yeah. down. Mm-hmm. I know we've been linked with uh, Tolisso from Bayern Munich, and I think yeah. he would actually be a decent like bench player to come in. Like he's a pretty good defensive midfielder and had some experience. I think that that's that's really what we like. Sancho first, defensive field, midfielder second. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I can't believe I like. Usually I'm like but, yeah. crying about the midfield, but I mean, like I said, like I don't think Pogba's going anywhere. We got Bruno, we got Fred, McTominay looks great. Like. But even yeah. that, I think we might need more depth in creative midfield 
you know, instead of defensive midfield, because mm-hmm. I trust Fred to keep starting. I think McTominay is good competition for that spot, too. Mm-hmm. I think Nemanja Matic has even played pretty well this season, and I don't think he's yeah. going anywhere now, especially with this COVID market. I, I will, I'll agree with you, but I, I do think that, like, Fred is, is such a versatile player that if you needed him to be a more of an attacking role, like, mm-hmm. he could do that. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, and I think we've seen that this season when yeah. both McTominay and Pogba went down. Yeah, he's a utility guy in a way that I think that, I don't know, it's just a useful tool to have as any team because you can do pretty much anything he gets asked to do, except shoot from distance. He should never do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. That is but, one uh, FIFA stat that is act- actually yeah, yeah. Accurate in real life. <laughs> no, but, uh, he does it I, so often. I'm like, what are you doing? You know you're bad at this. No, but I do. Uh, I I can see that using another man. It would just been great if we just didn't get rid of Ander Herrera. This we would be. Yeah, but I'm glad so we didn't pay him three hundred thousand a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a little. <clears throat> that was a little much, but. But then again, we played. We paid Sanchez how much? Like. Oh, don't remind yeah. me. He could have gotten a piece of that pie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyways, <laughs> no, I, I do think Sancho, I think like our biggest competition for Sancho is actually, it's not even Real Madrid or PSG or any of those. It's Liverpool, Chelsea. I mean, honestly, you know, Liverpool like, have no money either. It's probably Chelsea. <laughs> it's probably just Chelsea or City. They're buying. Chelsea. I don't buying. think City's got yeah. a, no, City can't do anything because they still got the. Well, City hears back on their Champions League ban at the end of the month. So That's going to determine a lot. That'll be the big. They they might actually have to sell people. Yeah, De Bruyne uh, probably leaves if he's not playing in the Champions League. Yeah, and also this means that their their books are going to be looked at. <laughs> you know that so they yeah. have to balance things. <laughs> they have to balance all the money that they've been paying under the table this whole time. They're like, wait, we have to count that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we can't just pay another fine. What? You don't um, want a new Ferrari or a trip to Dubai? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do I'm think done. it's cool. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's cool that we're we look closer than we have in a long, long time. Like you could add one or two quality players to the squad, and we could be competing for uh, the Champions League. I think that's cool. Champions League Dude, spot I'm... or the Champions League? The, the Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah, oh, wow. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I, I, I mean, that could that, be optimism, but man, I think we're I think we're fucking good. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we we are. We really I, are. Yeah, I'm really I'm might be more excited about FA Cup and Europa League than I am Premier League return. I think yeah. I think Ollie should maybe you know try and focus on the Premier League. I think getting a top four spot needs to be a realistic goal because we don't have the luxury of playing both that and the Europa League at the same time anymore. And yeah. kind of getting a feel of what is our best bet at getting the Champions League next season, but I'm, I mean, I, I just want to see this team win a trophy. I think that'll do so much for their mentality going forward. Yeah, gives them a little bit of swagger, man. Yeah. Well, um, I think that is probably a good wrap up point. Um, we play next Friday against Tottenham, Yeet. and. Think after that we play on a Tuesday against Sheffield United, so um, games are going to start coming in pretty quick. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 
yeah, looking forward to it. And hopefully, Ed Woodward will listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, I should buy Jaden Sancho, and, and then that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, this is actually the podcast that Ed Woodward listens to and follows yeah. all of our instructions. <laughs> exactly, yeah. This di- uh, this actually dictates all of his business moves. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so far <laughs> I'm right. Get rid of Ashley Young, sign Bruno. I rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was always on the Bruno but, train. Just for the uh, record, I love that kid. But, yeah, I did too. Yeah, Colin was I, like, I don't know. Damn, Colin. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I say things. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up now. Um, yeah. Be sure to follow us on uh, social media. And, uh, yeah. I've right. been Colin. I've been Matt. Uh, I'm Philip, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Bye.